Hello friends and welcome to the Multiversity Manga Club podcast. Our first podcast of the new year, yep. 2021. But before we get into the new fun stuff, of which there will be some to talk about next month. Yeah, more next month. We got to talk a little bit about the year that was. In particular, we had another series end and right at the very end of 2021 yeah not the very very end a couple of weeks ago in december in december for sure um, um and that is of course show favorite chainsaw man or at least kind of ended they're they're doing like another so series. spoilers they're doing like chainsaw man part two yeah which i guess maybe this is gonna be like a jojo's thing where it's like arcs of that would be interesting like i mean you because because you can technically read different you can I say can. You can read JoJo's independently from each other, but you kind probably of. want to start yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. And, and in part three, he's going to, like, ditch the chainsaw thing entirely um, and come up with some new there's concept. Gonna a, yeah, there's going to be a new power. Um, it's going to be Stands. like, actually, leaf blowers are in now. <laughs> <laughs> that leaf would be blower, a little man. bit less. That would be a little bit less um, exciting. So, Chainsaw Man, as you said... Longtime favorite of the show. Oh, by the way, I'm Walter and this is Emily. Hi. I was <laughs> um, going to say, we didn't say our names. Uh, Usually we remember to do that. That's fine. Longtime favorite of the show reached its end. Emily, how did you feel about those that last like couple months or so of chapters? The last, like, from June on, I think June, around June was when there was the Gun Devil chapter where there was the massacre in the church that the president of the United States uh, yeah. gave the life, uh, I think gave one year of every American to activate the gun devil. And I thought that was excellent. And of course, after that was the power stuff. Right. And I was a little, I was a little bit confused about how it ended, but I think overall it was, I mean, it, it was in the vein of the sort of absurdist, surreal right. nature of Chainsaw Man. I'm not like, this is gonna, like the plot doesn't matter that much to me. <laughs> like like right. everything making sense doesn't matter really. I do I do like how for this for the final chapter you know it starts with this colored page of you know Denji eating like a bunch of meat. Um, yeah. And it looks it looks like you know oh you know it's like it's a kind of like uh, typical like cute anime like color page of like oh yeah. you know Denji Denji's eating meat you know like right. like when we see like similar stuff in One Piece or whatever. No, that's a story page. Denji is eating Makima. <laughs> was that Makima in all the food? But that, thought... That's that's the implication I got. That. Well, I thought she was. Um, well, I mean, yeah, he he absorbs. Um, yeah, because in the chapter right before, sorry, I'm I'm flipping through it, and, right. and at the end he says, you know, so this is how you taste with Makima, which is a little yeah sensuous. I mean, this whole um, yeah, okay, so he he uh, basically. Kills Makima and uh, takes her to absorbs... one of the uh, Sopranos uh, meat meat uh, butchers. Yeah, as opposed to plant butchers. I don't know what I meat butchers. Meat yeah, butchers. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he absorbs her, and so now the... somehow this circumvents her ability to control just instantly. Yeah, to control and be reborn, kind of. Um, the dogs he's, are back. He's with the dogs, and there's that older nice. investigator guy who was part of, like, the devil extermination unit, and he explains that, you know, Makima is going to... Makima won't come back as Makima. 
Right. Yeah, so it'll be a new control devil. Right. There will all, there will always be a control devil. Um, yeah. There there must always be a uh, lich king. Anyway, um, so and she shows up uh, towards the middle of the last chapter. She's this yes, girl, little girl, black hair. So. I think something that we've talked about a few times on this show is whenever series like the the distinction that's like hard to tell sometimes but like you kind of like get a rough feel for it of when a series continues beyond when it was originally intended. Yeah. And so I think that this idea to like kind of make a part two or like a new series that's still chainsaw man but not i think that doing it that way like this feels like this was probably roughly how he intended for it to end i think that's right uh then this uh and it became a big hit um it's really catching on there's going to be Anime, anime, I think. I, I feel like I still haven't seen... I've seen, like, some animation for it, I feel like, and some... Maybe I'm confusing it with, like, some fan animation. Yeah, but I think, but it is, I, I think it has it's become, definitely becoming an anime. Um, and so I think that, you know, perhaps he was asked, you know, oh, would you want to make more Chainsaw Man? And that this is, you know, kind of like... I think we're, pro- we're probably getting into stuff that wasn't, like, originally intended, but I think this is a good way to break it off. Okay, yeah. It, sorry, just to go back, I want to say that uh, it was officially announced that Chainsaw Man is getting a I thought so, anime right. by MAPPA. Studio right. MAPPA, so. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that that's a f- reasonable speculation. I don't think I'm too out of line in guessing that. Um, yeah. And I, and I think that's a good way to kind of deal with some of the issues that happen of like, you know, sometimes like just as we've said before with like food wars was an example. Yeah. Where it just kind of kept going. It might be better to, even if it's still like the same thing, break it off. Right. Because it'll come back. It'll probably be weekly again, but there'll be like the time of a break. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, and- I'm excited to see how Fujimoto depicts a high school yeah. manga, which, as we've seen, uh, he doesn't do just your your regular old devil sort no. of story. Which, no, not at all. As we said, there's a million manga with devils in it, like specifically like devil summoning, devil controlling, I mean, things like that. Right. Shaman, I mean, things that are called different names, but you could call them devils, I mean... This one, I mean, this one, they are explicitly called devils. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, Denji is, I think, like a college-age student. Yeah. College-age man. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think he was, he was like, uh, he was talking about being in debt at the beginning of the series, and I assume Denji's like 20 or something. I don't know. Maybe he's 16. I don't know. I could have sworn. Ambiguous anime age. Ambiguous anime age. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't do a ton of research before, um. Before being like, yeah, we should talk a lot about Chainsaw Man. We're mostly talking about just sort of it being our favorite of the year. And it, yeah. it just, uh, of 2020. And it just so happened to end like a couple weeks before the end of the year. So it, it worked out pretty well. And I think overall, I mean, like I said, I don't, I wouldn't say that the strength of Chainsaw Man is the plot. No. <laughs> I mean, it's not, 
it's a very sort of scattershot story, I think. Uh, I mean, you have Denji working for public safety, working against demons, and then basically going from gun devil to control devil, and that was sort of those were the main antagonistic forces. Right. And it was more mostly the manga is an excuse to like show sort of like heinous violence in really cool ways and right. interesting sort of set piece horror imagery. And I really don't care that it was sort of... Now, I'm sure it probably makes more sense if you're reading, sitting down and reading it just sort of like uh, chapter to chapter. We were just doing like week to week thing. I, w- I wasn't going back and I haven't reread it all in one and I might I might do that. Yeah, I might, might do that like once we know when part two is starting. Yeah. That'd be a good idea. Yeah. and um, but, but I mean, to me, the appeal is the art and the just sort of crazy imagery and powers people have and like the right though yeah, I, I atmosphere. did i did get a feeling it was there wasn't much of this in the earlier chapters but in like the last like month or two there was like this kind of thematic thing of like you know how chainsaw man had kind of lost his power because he became like you know a pop culture icon which i thought was i was going to mention that because i think i was in direct i think that was in direct response to it getting an anime deal right and so like chainsaw man's on tv now chainsaw man is on merchandise yeah we all love chainsaw man and it wasn't really focused on a ton but it was just sort of there as people were talking about chainsaw man and makima it felt it felt very dreamlike and and and, and in particular like the idea that like it, it becoming this like big corporate maybe not corporate thing but analogous to that you know having fandom and everything was kind of making him weaker because no one fears yeah something that's like you know is like a pop culture uh kind of hit yeah and like i think i think it was sort of like making fun of himself a little bit yes, it's like really sure. he's making chainsaw man yeah i mean not that he i don't know how to put it I, obviously i don't know his mind but it seems to me that you know, it's like, wow, this this extremely ridiculous, insane idea became sort of a pop culture hit. I mean, it is very, like, pulpy. It's very, yes. it's very trashy. I'd say it's a pretty trashy, trashy in, I don't know how to say it. I mean, I mean, trashy in a positive, the most right. positive light. Like, like, good, it actually, I don't think it's, like, completely the good meaningless. Garbage. The good garbage, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, it's it's trashy in the sense that the violence is, like, sensational, and there's and the like, concepts are, I mean, again, Chainsaw Man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's like very, it is kind of grimdark, you know, a little bit. Um, would that, would that be a good use of that word? I think that this is. I think it's supposed lis- to. Listeners who like follow me on Twitter or anything like that, and I might've gone off on it on this show before because it's a pet peeve of mine, know that I hate the term grimdark not just in a vacuum but how it's used for like anything that is like dark to me grimdark means like there's like a kind of like intentional tongue-in-cheekness where you're kind of like in on the joke it was after all coined by warhammer 40k which at least in the beginning was supposed to be a bit of a joke and how overly ridiculous it is and a lot of stuff that people call grimdark doesn't have that quality this absolutely does this i would i would say that um, in, that Chainsaw Man definitely fits the original definition of Grimdark. Yeah. Now, of course, you can go on and on about whether that really matters. It's... I'm just talking about litigating my own grievances with uh, pop culture yeah. and shit. I think it's worth talking about here, though, because this is definitely, like... This is violence for violence sake, but it's, like, 
part of the spectacle because the violence in Chainsaw Man is like I think part of the reason to read it. Yeah. Sort of the way violence is depicted. The, yeah. If, if it wasn't. Sort of the if it wasn't clear, of gun violence is. Yeah. Is, if is it, a character in the story. If it wasn't clear before, the gun devil chapters it you know that made it like you know pretty abundantly clear yeah something else i just um sort of was thinking about and i i just flipped through it here real quick um at the very end denji manages to kill makima but not really in his chainsaw man form not in the form that's like the monster form where he's got right. like the head that looks all metallic he doesn't look really human at all he has like humanoid arms right. and legs and torso but he doesn't look human well he manages to like trick her and like kill her as denji with like part of the chainsaw man power right and so he manages to do it separated from his image as chainsaw man he did which, it as denji yeah because he says later he says you know she never saw me as denji she saw chainsaw man that's right so he caught her off guard with that and i was kind of thinking about i wonder i wonder if this school arc is going to be an excuse to sort of see more Denji now, so we've seen so much Chainsaw Man fighting. I mean, we've right. seen a good bit of, we've seen a lot of Denji, but I feel like... As fun as the violence is, yeah. like, a lot, is of, Denji... a lot of the fun of the series, is, and not just the fun, but also, like, you know, the kind of, like, character beats you know, that, that comes when he's Denji. Yeah, yeah, um, and I think, I think my, and it's interesting because initially I had some problems with the series i thought i i thought i didn't understand maybe i don't think i understood i don't think i understood what the series was trying to do i think it was before i realized i was like oh this series is misanthropic and right. i was like oh i see i understand now <laughs> i mean i say that it's very miserable grueling series it's about how a lot of things suck and like day-to-day -day living is awful Yes. Especially in a world like this, like, it's, it's, I mean, it's not, it's not really about a realistic world, I would no, say. not at all. But it's sort of a personification of, like, there's a lot of personifications of, of violence, different kinds of violence, as we mentioned. Like chainsaw violence. Chainsaw violence, a very, well, I mean, there is a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So we have, we have a precedence for, you know. Is Leatherface Chainsaw Man. He was the, yeah, Leatherface. Yeah, he was the he was the proto Chainsaw Man. He didn't become a chainsaw, but he's known for his chainsaw. He is known for his chainsaw. <laughs> so yeah, um, this yeah, like because I Chainsaw I, Man, check it out. Check it out. It's very good, and I think, yeah, I, I wouldn't say I ever disliked it. I just I think for a while, not even this year, but maybe two years ago, I was like, I'm not sure where this series is going, what it wants to do, and then I was like, oh, it just kind of wants to exist in its own weird sort of neat space. With like, I don't know. Boys, it in meat space. There's a lot of there's a lot of like yeah, cut up people and bodies and weird violence in this. And if you're if you kind of dig that, it's just an excuse for Fujimoto to go crazy and but, draw but, really well, and he does. But there's also something more there. Yeah, there is I'd something say. more there. But I I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say it's like the deepest thing in. The no, world. it's not. It's not deep, but it's not meaningless. And I think it it gets out a couple things that I. You don't really see shonen manga take on. I mean, right. for the most part, most shonen manga is not this violent. No. Though, it, though it can get there sometimes. But yeah. yeah, this is like the must not, like, you know, do not miss series of the past, like, two years, I think. I, I would years. agree. Yeah, and we both love it a lot. We do indeed. Would you say it's 
one of the best comic series, period, in the past couple of years. Uh, I would I would say that, but also I just hadn't been reading a lot of mm. comics outside of manga lately. Not as much as I would right. have in the past. So, of what I've read, yes. But I'm, I'm quite out of touch when it comes to Western comics lately. Mm. I just tweet about them without reading them. Well, I just remember you saying at some point, like, this is the best... This is the best ongoing comic period. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm prone yeah. to hyperbole. Well, I think time. this was like when there was like a spate of like really good chapters. I think yeah. it was around the time when... Gun Devil. Gun Devil, Makima Killing Power. Gun and... Devil, Gun Devil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not exactly, but, but close. All right. I think we're going to take a brief break. And in the second half of the show, we're going to talk about our individual top five not Chainsaw Man series. Yeah, because we I both, don't know. I don't know if it would be both our number ones, but we already talked about we, it at length. So. I feel like it. It. It is the comic of the year. Probably. Like I think. It, one of those things. It's like. It's, it's a like, lot of different things came together. It it's a, like how time has to like say that the person of the year doesn't necessarily mean like our favorite person. Or it's like when Lord of the Rings Return of the King won like all yeah. the awards as as sort of like acknowledging right. that it's the comic of the year. You can you can argue whether it's the best comic of the year, but I think it is the comic you know, of the year. If this were twenty thirteen, you could be the comic of the year. That's was right. it was that 2013 time? I thought it was earlier than that, like okay. 2006 or something. Maybe you're right. I, I feel like... like I looked it up relatively recently for a reason I forget at this point. <laughs> you're so, the person to make maybe. some kind of joke on the internet, of that's course. That's so gosh, that's so dumb. What the hell? <laughs> the girl reading this post. It it, it, seems, it strikes me as very lazy, but at any rate, yeah, read this comic. It's really excellent, and I think, like I said, I mean, it a lot of good things came together for it this year. It had a lot of really good chapters, and it also ended its first part so it yes. like sort of ended right at the end of the year it was yeah. it was kind of nice timing for us all right we'll be back in just a bit yep hello podcast listeners we're the hosts of the dc3 cast i'm zach i'm vince and i'm brian each week we discuss most of the new releases from dc comics focusing mainly on rebirth wildstorm and young animal we also look at the news of the week, discuss the film and television adaptations of DC material, and dig into industry rumors. We've also had a number of DC creators on our show, like Scott Snyder, Jim Lee, Christopher Priest, Steve Orlando, and Joshua Williamson. So, if you like Borat jokes, no bad to end video impressions, this is bad, what the f***? And an in-depth look at DC each week, join us every Wednesday morning at multiversitycomics.com, Apple Podcasts, or your podcatcher of choice. Come get Jurgens with us all right welcome back we're going to be now talking about our favorite series of 2020 uh we're going to be working from the bottom and just kind of talking about we're, we're stealing something from our uh sister podcasts the dc3 cast and how they do things of so just when we get to one if it's not on the other person's list we'll talk about it if it is we'll save it till we're at the higher part so, Emily, let's start off. What is your number five? Number five is me and Roboco. I have that higher. You have it higher. I have so... it higher than five. Okay. So, we'll talk about that later. My number five is Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba. Which you read way I read more all than of I did. Yeah, I only read the first couple of volumes. Right. But I did like it. I, I feel like 
So I'm guessing it's not on your list. No, it's not. I okay. didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't. I, so the long story short, if you don't know the sort of our history with reading it, is that I wanted to wait for all the chapters to be available, and it just was. They just then weren't by the there time that by happened, the time. It yeah. Ended. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. Um, so I feel a bit. You know, I put some other stuff ahead of this that maybe weren't quite as good, but you know, like it it's is like you, it's a it is like the list. biggest thing. I, like, went, I went by feel for my list. I was like, yes, what do I, I feel like to me was the best? And I, don't get me wrong, I did too. Um, it was, I, I did think the ending was quite good. I thought it was, again, getting back to a thing we talk about a lot and we talked about in the first half, I thought it took like a certain amount of uh, gumption. guts, gumption, Gum, guts, yeah, to just, to end it, you know, like this was clearly the story uh, that he was setting out to tell from the beginning. He got it, yeah. he told it, and then it's like, all right, I'm good. And there's still room for it, you know, there it could sure. come back. It could come back at some point. But, you know, like the idea, I, I thought that it was just kind of like, here's where we are stopping. Maybe it's just stopping for now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it it gave it like a sense of closure that a lot of things don't have in, yeah. this, in this style of publication. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do think that, that there was maybe like it, most of what was published this year was the final fight, uh, mm. and on the one hand, it was good in that regard. Like you know, it was good fight scenes, um, a lot going on, but in a way that was usually clear to follow. Um, unlike some other stuff that we sometimes talk about in uh, that, that kind of stylistic affectation. Um, Shonen battle scenes can sometimes be a little yeah. hard to follow. <laughs> um, but it also there there were some strong character moments, but because it was mostly fighting, there wasn't like a ton of room for that. Yeah. So, which is why I didn't have it like much higher. I thought it was a, but I I do think it was a very strong ending. Um, and like I said, deepest respect for ending. Yeah. Just yeah. being like, all right, we're done. I think I hope this is sort of a something that they will look at and say, maybe we should let more really popular creators do this. I mean, I don't, again, I don't know how much of letting there is. I mean, I don't know, like, I'm sure they can't like force you to continue, I guess, if you really don't want to, unless there's a contract to continue, you know, two more sagas or something. But yeah, I mean, I hope this, I hope this lets other, I I hope this is a, becomes a trend. If you want to end your series, where you want to end it rather and, than yeah and then just go yeah. on i'm sure that if i'm sure there will be something new from uh this creator excuse me soon um and i'm looking forward to it yeah yeah so what is your number four phantom seer phantom seer i contemplate i don't have it on my list um i felt it felt right i contemplated it it it, it just missed the cut yeah so we both really like this series. I know it seems, it seems, I, I do realize it's a bit high for something that is a new series, relatively. It started in August of this year, or it was first published on August 30th, sorry, last year, August 30th, 2020. And it's had only a couple months to develop, but I, this is like my favorite, this is probably my favorite new thing right now. Like, really? I mean, 
me and Roboco is really good, but I mean, it's like a comedy series. I don't, I don't know that I can say much about it besides like something was really funny or why it was that's funny. A, that's a good point. Which, which I do really enjoy it, but yeah, like I think there's more to say. There's more to really develop. Um, obviously, there's more to develop story-wise for Phantom Seer. Uh, stories by Togo Goto and art is by Kento Matsura. And as we probably said when it debuted, Kento Matsura did the Very art for good. Tokyo Shinobi Squad and his art is just like uh, chef's kiss. It, it's um, very, very well done. It looks really nice. I think, I mean, I don't think it's the most original thing in the world, but I mean, the story is like a pretty a, a typical enough sort of shaman spirit banishing yeah. exorcism story. But there's a couple quirks to it. The there's a there is a um deer. deer. <laughs> I think I was trying to say I was trying to say two different words there. There is a you know a female protagonist. I would say there's like a duo. There's a um, dual protagonist. Yeah, dual protagonist with um, Iori and Ibetsu. And Ibetsu at first seems like her ability was just to be damseled and to be captured by demons. But as it turns out, uh, she learns to fight back against these spirits with special barrier ability. And I guess it feels a little weird to say, like, this is one of the reasons I like it. I was just like, well, I... I mean, it is. I mean, usually you see the female characters sort of get relegated to just, like... Yeah. To just being just kind of there. Yeah. Which, and I like this, and I feel like they're integrating her in a way that doesn't feel like they are sort of jettisoning what they've already sort of established for her character. They're not making her... Like a badass sort of like already really really awesome or something like that, yeah. She's she's kind of learning alongside and and alongside the protagonist and the protagonist is um, the other protagonist. I mean, Yori. He's more experienced than her, but he obviously still has some growing to do too. And they're both sort of under his sister, who is a kind of shadowy figure still, though she's benevolent. Um, you know her her spirit wrangling power is very high it seems i don't think we've really seen her in action she's, she's got she's had a couple of moments she's had a couple of moments yeah but. um and just yeah i mean so like i said i mean it's a pretty typical sort of exorcism shaman supernatural story but i like it quite a lot i think yeah. i think i mean the arts it, it's got really a lot nice. of character to it the art has a lot yeah the character like sort of expressions and stuff and i think I think this uh, makes better use of Matsura's sort of creative I think so, uh, range, yeah. range here. Because in Tokyo Shinobi Squad, it was mostly just like you drawing people. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but now he gets to draw monsters, and this is just, it's really impressive. So, yeah, this is I, this is a bit high, I admit, but uh, I mean, it, it... I get it. it, it like I said, it, I feel it like, gets an honorable mention from me. Right. I feel like it has a lot of a lot of potential. Um, yeah. And I, I'm really looking forward to, to the next year. Of it. Yeah, I just my my fear is that it'll just get taken out. It'll it'll lose steam, and people won't people aren't people won't be as interested in it as they are in the comedy series. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. My number four, which I I don't think it would make yours, but we'll see. My number four is One Punch Man. I did not have this on my list this year. Um, I, I, almost, I love One Punch Man. I almost didn't think about it, but the thing that made me realize, you know, this what I feel like we haven't been talking about One Punch Man as much as we did previous years of the podcast. Yeah. But 
the thing that I was, I was thinking about, oh yeah, One Punch Man, and that made me like, you know what deserves a spot, is the, the biggest thing about One Punch Man are, of course, the fights. Yeah. And I think, I forget the name of the villain, but the fight that has just finished with Terrible Tornado. Tornado. Yeah, where she that... twisted the earth. <laughs> so good yeah and that'll that it really that's why it's on my list that one fight scene is one of the best that's happened it's really in the good. series and when that's the main thrust of the series to begin with i think that yeah allows it to be in the top five that's really all i have to say about that <laughs> i think yeah that fight is really good and i think it i feel like it's one of the best examples of sort of like power creep sort of being good because yeah. it's like well we've never really seen terrible tornado go all out right she went all out and i and, really and, like her now and they're <laughs> the, the like various designs of this like yeah. really like crazy just uh monster woman yeah she was like the head of she was the one creating all of the monsters yeah. and then she sort of gigantified yeah and had psychic powers as well but as we know, Tornado is like the most powerful psychic right. whisper. Little uh, counterpoint have. to uh, the most powerful man. And interestingly, they sometimes make similar facial expressions. Hmm. And we also got, I thought you were going to mention this, but I thought, uh, but since you didn't, I'll, I'll just pop in. Um, as we got some like interesting like Gara stuff. Yes. There was an interesting yes, chapter Garo. where they talked about Gara like in the third person. They were like, Gara was gaining power. Yes. They were sort of talking about him like, he was, this was like history or something. Like right. Garo, and, and, Garo and he's, is, and he's like you know, kind of. Garo's gonna be able to face Saitama one day. Yeah, of course, of course, the, that's obviously take the one punch and not right. die to it. It'll be the big thing. <laughs> yeah, that's big Which building up to would be really cool. I'll yeah. admit. <laughs> even though we know it's coming, when it happens, it's gonna be so. I cool. root for Garo. I like Garo a lot. He's one of my favorite characters. So. <laughs> I'm Damn, excited. You root for the villains? He's wow. like a Vegeta. He's well, not really. <laughs> he looks like Vegeta. I mean, he he's like a Namekian before Vegeta. Namekian? N- oh, Namek a Namek. and before Vegeta. No redeeming qualities. Oh, okay, fair. He's not Just I wouldn't say he's people. as openly malicious as Vegeta. Perhaps but not. He is very violent and pugnacious, so. Yeah. Okay. What's your number three? Ooh, where's my list? Why can't I remember? My Hero Academia. My Hero Academia, I have that higher. Higher. Okay. What I have at number three is me and Roboco. All right. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about it. Listeners of the show will know that we love this, you know, even though we were complaining about, ah, you know, maybe they've got a little bit too many comedy ones going. It's, it's just so funny. It yeah. makes me laugh. <laughs> every time multiple times and like you know not just as the joke goes not just like you know the exhaling like from my nose uh um like actually like you know and, laughing out loud yeah and you know depending on who's reading it first well, one of us will often hear the other person laughing oh, it's like and, oh you're reading Robico. and then like come over and like you gotta read it you gotta <laughs> read this week's you know it's it's just so good um uh, so much better than, like, I was expecting from the first couple yeah, of chapters. Yeah, I didn't expect it to be so, like, self-referential. Right. And sort of inside baseball with manga. 
Yeah. Which, I mean, it can sometimes be a little much, but I think for the most part it's a pretty funny way to do it. But the the one chapter that was a little bit much came out in 2021, so it does not apply to my ranking. I didn't mind that one as much as you did. I didn't. I didn't strongly dislike it. I just thought it was There's a, a pretty question. good Promise Neverland spoof chapter. <laughs> yeah. Did you like the that movie, one? That was I don't good. think we talked about it. I forget if we did. The one where Roboco thinks the mom right. is actually a mom from yeah. Promise Neverland is going to yeah. eat her. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's funny. It's very fun. At, at the risk of going into like why it's funny. Yeah. I mean, we already talked about character of the year, Gachi Gorilla. Gachi Gorilla. Character I love of him so much. You know, um, if... Chainsaw Man is the comic of 2020. Gachi Gorilla is the character of 2020. I will not explain further. <laughs> uh, moving on. What is your number two? My number two is Spy Family. Spy Family. Go off. Because right, I have so not have read not... beyond the did first couple chapters. Did you read... Okay, so you did read like the pilot, but a long time ago. A long time ago. Yeah, so this was like my favorite. I mean, I said Chainsaw Man was my favorite comic of the year. I mean, we both said that. Um, sorry, I'm stalling because I want to get the uh, page up here <laughs> so I can talk about it with a picture in front of me. Yeah, um, but and and Phantom Seer was like my favorite new thing that came out this year. But I think mm-hmm. like my favorite thing I started reading this year was Spy Family. Mm-hmm. Uh, by Tatsuya Endo, written and drawn by Tatsuya Endo. Um, it's so it does lean towards, I would say it leans more towards comedy than action, but not to the extent that like One Punch Man does it. I would say it's like I said. I think when I when I first talked about it on the podcast, I said that it takes the serious part seriously, and it does, and it has a heart. It has, you know, serious moments along with the funny moments. And it, it, obviously it sort of centers around this, this family of people who are basically lying to each other or if not outright lying, they're hiding a secret. Right. And you got the spy, the assassin, telepathic child, the family dog who can see the future. Beautiful. I'll I'll just say that. I mean, that's the, the dog isn't there from the start, but he's, he's close enough now, I think to the, to where it is that I can say that, but yeah. Yeah, I, I got into the plot summary uh, more last time. So if you want to know more about what it's actually about, you can go back and listen to that. But it's it is all very readable. Um, it's like a little over 30 chapters now. And it's, oh, it's uh, still little, only at about 30. 38. 38. They're longer than normal. I could catch up with that pretty quickly. Though. Some of them are longer than normal. And there are sure. sort of like, there are some like that are like 30.1, 27.2 right, right. kind of stuff like that. Yeah, and, and the art's really nice. Um, I don't think I said this before on the podcast, but the sensibility that the character designs have is very Ace Attorney. If you've played Ace Attorney games, Ace Attorney games are probably have some of the best character designs in the business. Um, I'm serious. Uh, I mean, as far as, like, when you see a character, you immediately know what kind of person this is. Sort of like you can you can tell a lot by just sort of how they're drawn and sort of the different uh, expressions they have. And this, I wouldn't say that the characters and the characters do kind of look. Some of them look like Ace Attorney, like sort mm-hmm. of profile pictures. And I think I think that adds a lot to the um, sort of charm and appeal of the series. And I mean, obviously, it, it and and it is like a funny series. I would say it's right. not as like laugh out loud. It's not a comedy per se. 
No. It's an action comedy. I I mean there's I mean I think the premise is supposed to be funny. Sure, that, sure. Of that course. there is a you know, a spy living with an assassin and telepathic kid. Everyone has a secret power or some sort of like secret identity. Right. And they all are together for reasons that for reasons they uh they have a reason, a surface reason, but none of them know the real reason. And the reason <laughs> is you. But like did I said, I, it... Did I do that on a previous episode? Probably. <laughs> the Hoobastank yeah. song? Yeah. Anyone else remember that one from like 2004? Sorry. Hoobastank. That was a real band. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Ugh. The stank of Hooba. Hoobastank. Who... Terrible idea for a yeah. name. Like, what the hell? Um... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I just, I think this is just a really, just, it's very, like, solidly written. It doesn't feel, I hate to say this, but, like, I mean, you know, you've, we've all read Shonen here. We know right. sometimes, sometimes certain arcs feel a little bit like we're just coming up with something. Like, sure. Just as, on the fly. Which, right. once you get to, like, a bajillion chapters, you're going to be doing that to some extent. But, like, so far, this comic feels sort of more confidently plotted and, and sort of laid out, I think, than than a lot of the stuff I've read in Shonen Jump. And I feel like all of the characters have gotten a pretty good, have gotten a pretty good, like, focus. Like, it's not, I don't feel like, obviously there's a main character, right. Lloyd Forger, the main character, but but I feel like every character gets the spotlight enough. Lloyd Spyman. Lloyd Spyman. Well, Lloyd Forger, like, forging. Right. Yeah. No, so, I, I, I'll definitely... I, for some reason, I thought it was more than that. Thirty-eight chapters, even with some longer ones, I, I can probably. I read it in knock like three out days. Pretty quickly, yeah. I read it in three days, and you're a faster reader than me, so you could probably read it in one, like right. two hours. And, and I'll be like, I'll be like, you know, oh, I should have listened to you earlier. What do you mean? Like, I'll, like, oh, like, you know, you're right. Yeah. It's really good. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'll it like is it really because I did it's, like the couple of chapters that I did read. It's very enjoyable, and it just makes me sad that. <laughs> the other spy story that we didn't like is still running. It's still going. I, again, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say like, oh, I don't want this to continue because I'm not no. reading it. It doesn't hurt me. Right. But I, and I doubt Spy Family is going to get canned at this point. It's very right. good, and the art's that really seems pretty popular. Yeah, the art's really good. Um, it's really charming. I think it's 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 kind of cartoony actually. I think it's a little bit more cartoony than even some of the more shonen stuff. If that makes any sense, I think there's sort of a cartoony character to it. Like sort well, of old school. It's all cartooning. Yes, I know, but but like <laughs> yeah, like I said, I Ace, the, the biggest the biggest parallel character design wise I draw is Ace Attorney. Yes, but I, yes. Def I definitely see. You what see you that mean, in so. some of them, yeah. So. All right. Well, my number two is My Hero Academia. All right. Um, that was my number three. That was your number three. Uh, I think this was a very strong year. Yeah. For my Hero Academia. Um, I think at the beginning of the year, we were having the problem that sometimes happens with Horikoshi's Action stuff, scenes. where it just kind of like felt like things were just kind of going on a bit too much. Uh, but I think we got like some really good emotional beats this yeah. year. We got, yeah. we ended the year with, um, with Dobby. The, with Dobby. And then after, there, there was Dobby, um, was great. A long time theory that we didn't really like talk about it. About. But um, he was Endeavor's son, and it is, it is kind of like obvious in retrospective. And it's just I'm not 
there are certain things I read, like, say, A Song of Ice and Fire, that I'm, like, you know, scrutinizing, like, all the details, trying to make predictions. I... My Hero Academia <laughs> isn't one of those for what me. If, what if someone made a Game Ball video for Dobby versus Todoroki? <laughs> oh, man. See, I, if you, this is a little inside baseball, but <laughs> Game Ball Get Hype was sort of, like, a hype video people made for Game of Thrones. It's very silly. And right. I, I think I should, I want, I want to commission one for everything I'm hyped about. <laughs> But at any um, rate, yeah, this like, was... This was, But this was apparently, like, a long-standing theory in the yeah. community. And I can see why. Like, you know, looking back, obviously, hindsight 2020, etc. Haha, uh, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, never heard that one before. But, um. <laughs> um, like, yeah, I can definitely see why. Um, as well as Dobby on, on the last chapter of the year had... He got to chew the scenery a little bit. It was pretty good. Yeah, but I'm... Sorry, moving on from Dobby. Oh, Dobby. Um, We had Shigaraki, you Mm. know, basically dying. um, Got got co-opted by One for All. One for All. Oh, sorry, um, All for for One. All for One. I'm going to make that mistake again. I've made it I'm sure I will, too. And it had the very good final page of, you know... At that moment, you looked like someone who needed... To be saved. Yeah, which is from Amiria's uh, uh, point of view, I think. Yes, yes, and and yeah. that was that that line happened earlier in the series. I think he was saying it about Bakugo. Um, yeah, because there was that weird chapter where I thought Bakugo was gonna die or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I well, th- this was well before then. This oh. was this was like a couple hundred, like oh, like, a, like a hundred chapters ago. Okay. So he said that about Bakugo. Um, we said it here, and like yeah. I thought that was great. It really gets to the core of. Yeah. You know, of, of, of the series in general. I think, um, yeah, and my, my main complaint with My Hero Academia, I think, is that it, it stumbles in weird places. I think some of the pacing's a little strange. I, I don't generally like the sort of training student arcs. I don't think they're the worst thing in the world. But they do tend to, like, I feel like go on too long. And yeah. they sort of stutter, the, the plot kind of stutters to a stop without really adding that much characterization. Right. But we didn't sometimes, get too much of that this year. No, sometimes he just does some things really, really good. Yeah, well, it makes up. For I it. think I think that like he's more willing to be sad, to do sad sort of tragic things than other shonen hmm. series. I think that the whole thing with Twice was incredibly tragic and sort of like depressing. Honestly, like Twice's story ended this year. Yeah, ended in twenty twenty. That's right. With Hawks, he was just not good enough. Really, at the end, he was a yeah. That he was a that villain. was. That was a really good uh, couple chapters. Yeah, so. I keep talking about that one. I actually asked, I asked Walter, I said, I said, it was Sad Man's Parade this year, the one where he did it with Hawks, and, and he was like, yeah, and I was like, okay, I want to talk about that then. Yeah, like, there was just, yeah, there were a really great couple chapters with Twice, and um, just how, like, how pathetic he was, but not in a, like, oh, you loser way, it's just kind of like, he threw down his chips with the League of Villains, he got outsmarted. He tried to get over it, and he just wasn't good enough. Yep. And you know, it it didn't feel good. Like no. I, I didn't. I think I think the point that Horikoshi keeps trying to make with with the League of Villains, and I don't think I don't think this is like the deepest thing in the world, but that like you know, the heroes do not have a monopoly on what is good. You know, it's like Hawks killed Hawks killed twice. Like twice was this like pathetic sad guy. Like I mean, you know. Like I guess we're I guess we're supposed to question like you know why do heroes do what they do they do it for fame and power, 
you know, and, and of course, Dobby has really good reason to be upset about yes. Endeavor being number two after he uh, did his little eugenics experiment with his entire family. I think that's fair to have a bit of a grudge against your father for that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dobby is completely understandable in this. And, and I think that that's been one of the things that I didn't expect to enjoy as much as I did uh, the... Um, Endeavor becoming the number two hero. I think there's been a lot of good stuff with that. Um, I think for a while Endeavor was trying to... Because I was thinking, like, I was like, I hope they don't do, like, a long Endeavor redemption arc because... The, and they did probably the best thing you could do is just that Endeavor, Endeavor seems like just wants to sort of come to terms with it himself and he's not trying to make his family be like, we forgive you, dad. Like, he just needs to do what he feels like to him personally is like redemption. That was the sense I got. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's necessarily looking for Todoroki and Davi to like pat him on the back or his family, the rest of his family. Yeah, there's the, the very good... Like, idea of, like, you know, I just need to, I, I, this, and I think this was last year, um, but. Yeah, that was a little last year. This idea of, like, you know, I don't need you to, like, forgive me or whatever, like, I just need to do what I, I need to make it right as well as I think I can. Yeah, he, like, just needs to make it right, which, yeah, like, without the comic telling you, we have to like Endeavor now. Like, we have to think he's all right, totally. Yeah. Because, like, the very latest, uh, well, I guess I shouldn't talk about the very latest chapter, but yeah, like, I feel like the point of the League of Villains is, like, it seems like heroes are, heroes are getting ahead of themselves, like, getting getting a little too full, full of themselves and sort of forgetting what it means to sort of be a hero, which is to, like, save people who are in trouble. And They, that... need, they need to watch Hercules. <laughs> That'll tell you exactly what you need to know. Yeah, so I'm trying to think if there's anything else about... I mean, I think I think there was some really good fighting stuff here. I think another problem I have with Horikoshi sometimes is, besides action being a little unclear at points, is that like I sometimes have a hard time telling where things are happening and like how many different fights there are. <laughs> like, yeah, just a lot of characters um, and like what and like sort of like where things are happening in relation to each other. Um, but but yeah, this one mostly took place in sort of the ruins of a city and. It kind of stayed there for the last couple months. It was, a, yeah. it was a good year. Looking forward to the next year. And we feel and, like it's winding down. And right? I think that Horikoshi's even said that, like, you know, he's setting up the end now, which of course can mean a bazillion different things. Um, Otis said that for like six, seven years. Yeah. So who knows how much longer we've got. But it does seem some very big end gamey type things are happening. Yes. So we'll see. Yes. We'll see in 2021. Yeah. Now. Your number one, I have a hunch I know what it is. One Piece? Yes. Yeah, One Piece is my um, number one. So I, I think felt... it's interesting. Yeah. I think it's... You'll probably be surprised that it wasn't in my top five. Uh, I'm not super surprised. I'm a little surprised my number one wasn't in yours, but we'll get to that. I think I know what it is, and I... It just didn't feel sure, right. Sure, sure, but, sure. But, but well, let's go, go ahead. ahead with One Piece. Let's start with One Piece? Yeah. So... <laughs> the reason why it, it would have made my top five were it not the timing. Mm. Roger laughing was one of the last chapters of 2019. Ooh, oh no. You know what? Fuck it. I'm counting that as part of <laughs> I, I'm, I'm counting the end of the Roger arc as right, going right. into... Because did we do a 
Did we do a year in review last year? I think we did. Okay. And I think we talked about that. Fuck. <laughs> what we talked about at the beginning of our very first One well, Piece Club. you know what, though? The Odin flashback, I'm pretty sure the part where he was in the boiling in the water. Yes, was that, was, that was 2020. So and that was very good. I think, so, um, Kaido. <laughs> I almost called this arc Kaido. Well, it is. Yeah. Uh, Wano, Wano arc uh, has been going on for a long time. <laughs> You know, people were complaining about Dressrosa, you know, and, and about I think this it. is still shorter. Mm, is it 100 chapters yet? I don't know. Probably close to it. I mean, it, anyway, well, it's, <laughs> that's not important. But at any rate, I think, I, I feel like everything has started to feel like, I'm sorry to overuse this word, but like as epic as it needs to feel at this point, like it really does feel like sort of worlds are colliding, I guess, kind of. Yeah. It's the end here where Big Mom's joined with Kaido. I, I We initially complained about uh, Big Mom still around, but I think I'm kind of changing my mind on that. I, I think if she adds something it, to the Kaido. It does. I, if there, my one complaint about Kaido is I don't feel like we know... I, this is going to sound really up my own ass, but I don't feel like we know him as well as we know, like, Crocodile sure. or Doflamingo or something. No, I get, that, I get that entirely. I don't feel like we know him as much as a... As a person, I'm sure we'll right. get the initial. We'll get we, the. We get a little bit of like you know he's like slightly more honorable than some of the. Which other... was good in the Odin flashback. He sort of looked at Odin and said, "Well, he like domed him." And... Yeah, he's, he's still <laughs> he's still not a good. He's guy. not a good guy, but he thought Odin was was honorable. Right. And so we get a little bit of who Kaido is, and his devil fruit is extremely cool. And I feel like Oda's powers as an artist this year also I thought were super impressive. Mm-hmm. Like. There's some beautiful, honestly, uh, drawings of just Kaido's, like, rippling... Kaido is, like, a dragon. It has a dragon devil fruit. Right. And he just sort of has rippling flames and sort of um, scales that sort of fly off him as he moves. And you get a real sense of, like, weight and movement looking at those sort yeah. of double two-page spreads of, of, of Kaido fighting the samurai. And I think one of the other standout moments of the year was the samurai getting to... Kaido first. Ooh, that was very good. It was really cool. When and they, they all, do the two sword. They all they all learned it. They all do it. And they two all, swords. They that all is learned very some good. really powerful sword sword attack and Which of course wasn't enough. But who cares? It was it still wasn't good. Enough. It was still good. There was a really badass scene where Kaido Kaido said, You didn't even open the old scar because he had a scar on him from uh, I think from Odin or somebody. And, you know, they weren't of course they weren't powerful enough to, to fight this super strong guy. But it was past. still good. It was still really good. Um, you know, we I started to feel, you know, the weight of all those years, I felt like I could feel it now. Yeah. And um, I think, I for some reason, I mean, these fights are still really um, packed with a lot of people, but I, I kind of liked some of these later fights with some of the characters. A lot of dinosaur powers, I just... Yeah. I like dinosaurs, so... so you do like dinosaurs. <laughs> Very, very right, important fact to disclose. Emily I listen to dinosaurs. dinosaur podcasts and I have a lot of dinosaur podcasts. I, was, I wasn't going to bring that up. I was just saying you like dinosaurs. I'm a big nerd, okay? It's one of the most nerdy things you can like. Um, it really is. Especially if you're over the after age of like manga. 10. After manga. Also after manga. After manga. <laughs> and I think it also helps that I just know every One Piece minor character. So it doesn't. I'm like, oh, that's Apu. I know who that is. And like, I know his power. Like, So I'm not confused when I see a bunch of <laughs> fighters like appear and like Eustace Kid. Like appear. me. I'm just like, ah. Oh. You don't know Kid, right? Kid's the guy with the metal powers. He has the hand. Like, uh, um, okay, well, he's been fighting, too. Including, like, paying attention. Well, you haven't even met him in the, the main yeah, story I'm, yet. Yeah, I'm paying attention. Just <laughs> kind of, like, I'm seeing things. I do kind of hope Law doesn't job again, because he's <laughs> jobbed a lot uh, recently. Uh, but he seems to be, like, at the final. So, so, well, 
One Piece chapter 1000 happened this happened yesterday. Yes. So we won't. I'll try not to mention too much about it, but like basically, the the the, the stage has been set for the fight with Kaido and Big Mom. Yes. And the Onigashima, the island they're on, is like floating, or the main part of the island where Kaido's like lair is his skull place skull cool skull place it is cool and yeah i'm trying to think if there's any other reason i just think that the story it's just the momentum feels really strong right now i get to to sort of go places and i think this year we also got the reveal the weird reveal of that one guy no wait maybe that was last year shit i can't remember The, the king guy the king on his throne the guy all in shadow with the big straw hat Oh, right, that thing. Um, I can't remember if that was this year. I'm going to do a quick check, actually, and if I can't find it, then I'm going to just say it was. But it was earlier this... It was It was definitely in the uh, Wano arc. Um, oh, and my thing doesn't even go back that far. It doesn't even tell me what when this came out. Well, at any rate... Wano. It's Wano. good. It's good, folks. So, yeah. my number one... Can you guess what it is? Promise Neverland? Correct. Promise Neverland is my number one. Um, which might be somewhat surprising if you were listening when it was coming out because I feel like at the time I was being unfair and projecting like a lot of like, oh, you know, it would be it would be bad if they it seems like they're doing this. It seems like they're doing that, and you mm-hmm, know sure. it's good so far, but I think it's gonna and you know, I let that color Really, it ended extremely well, I think. I yeah, think that Yeah, I think if it had gone on much longer, I don't think it would have been as good, but it ended very well. Yeah. It it ended well. Um I do think that maybe like a slightly more ambiguous ending would have been better, but I I think that they if they're going to show like what happens after like passing through the door and all that, um I I think that they did it short enough. Um, it was yeah. just. It was just two chapters. That was the 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 final. Like after passing into the human world, was there or was it just one chapter? I think it was just one. Uh, it was just yeah. them talking about what they were gonna do and where they were right. gonna be. Um, and they they had to meet Emma again, and they yeah. were gonna restore her memories. It'll happen. Yeah, I I think that there were. Maybe elements that could have been done better, or whatever you want to say. But I think that overall it was very strong, very emotional. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Both with that and with, like, you know, the... At least I didn't double-check this. The, uh, Extra stories? Well, mom, mom's... Uh, mom's sacrifice? Yeah. That was good. Rattry? Did Rattry die this year? I forget if Rattry I died I think he did. Year. It was towards the end. Yeah. Um, overall, I just thought he, it was... A, he did because... I remember there was a chapter that had something about COVID in it. In the one That's right. In the splash so it must page. Have. It was like two weeks after the pandemic was announced and there was just a quick little it was like this is what the world's like and there was just a little a little bit of modern day commentary in there. Which was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think if you're going to have that in your manga that doesn't have to do with a real world. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that did happen. So so it did year. have that which meant yeah, the, the stuff with Ratchet was very good. Yeah, um, I liked that a lot. I thought that, yeah, I thought that worked out really well. And I think it's a really good, it's a very, you know, I, I sort of, yeah, I mean, I think I think I am sort of projecting a little bit too much about what I want to see in, like, 
adult media. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I think I am sort of, to some extent, being like, I wish that they hadn't forgiven Norman so easily. Right. But I think, I think it's a pretty good morality tale for kids. Yes. I, I would agree. And Looking... I think, because Emma's, Emma's final, oh my god, I almost said Emma's final solution. Emma's, <laughs> <laughs> Emma's solution to the, no, that, to the that, problem. That was what, uh, that was what, um, Norman wanted to do. Yeah. Well, and the solution was that we don't want to kill the demons and we don't have to. Which, right. you know, life is life is sacred. You know, we don't want to take life that we don't have to. We don't want to cause suffering if we don't you, have to. Would you say that Emma is pro-life? <laughs> in a sense, not in the way it's used <laughs> in the real world. But, yeah, I think, yeah, a morality tale for kids, like sort of a fable for kids. I think it's It's quite, really good. When you yeah. look at it as that which is what it is it it's is a very for good. children yeah it's yeah. it's good i think i think it doesn't i don't think it talks down to kids definitely doesn't talk down to kids as far as like consequences like no you know people die in this and there's a little bit of die pretty brutally die sometimes. pretty brutally there's blood there's some kind of scary imagery but it's kind of it kind of feels I never thought about this before, but it kind of feels like something Don Bluth would animate. Like, mm, that's it, interesting. I feel like it has the sort of dark tone mm. that, like, because I just watched Secret of Nim uh, about a week and a half ago, and it was really good, and it's obviously for children, but it has sort of a dark tone that doesn't really talk down to kids. It has death in it, and there's some little blood, but it's not... I think I think when we look back at these things, unless you remember being scared of it as a kid, sure. I think it's hard to say like what will and won't scare kids. Like yes, I think, of yeah. I, I mean, I think obviously, like when you're an adult, you get an idea for like what is and isn't just sort of blanket appropriate for children. As I mean, we're talking kids from like five to you know ten or twelve years old. Um, but as far as that goes, like this is like just really good. I think fair for. For kids. Yeah. It's like a straightforward story. It's not too complicated. And I think yeah. and I think that um we we got was it three one shots? And one of them was really good, I thought. I thought most of them were a little superfluous and not really necessary. They were yeah. fine. It was nice to see more stories in the yeah. in the setting. I thought I didn't feel like they added much though. I feel like it right. was just sort of like stuff that I didn't need to know necessarily. Except for Sister Crone. Sister Crone one. Sister Crone's was good. really good. Where very good. I thought that it was because I mean it also didn't I don't think add much, too much to the story, but it added some more emotion to her story. I thought yes. who I thought was now I don't remember and I don't want to talk about this because I don't know much about this controversy. People were talking about how she was not treated particularly well in the story in the anime, maybe, but I. I don't know. I mean, she wasn't given as much time as mom, that's for sure. Sure. Um, but the, this extra story, um, was really good. Just, yes. uh, it ended with her. She had a friend in the, the system who was trying to, they were both trying to become moms and they both kind of, she kind of betrayed her, didn't betray her, but thought she would like, there was just sort of a cool thematic sort of mirroring at the end where it was like, I hope we can both see the sky one day. And it was just both of them dead staring up at the yep. sky. It was like, ah. It's a story about fake friends. Totally. <laughs> you know, we don't, we don't, we don't deal with fake friends here. No. Yeah. So that one was really good. And I'm not saying I would say no to more stories, but I hope, I hope they don't like do Trauma Neverland part two. I'd, yeah. 
Which will be interesting to talk about next month. Yeah, like, there's some interesting branding. There's something. I guess with... It's very confusing. Uh, maybe I'm misunderstanding how they're marketing new stuff by this, yeah. these creators, but... Yeah, um, I will say, um, I it's not that I didn't consider putting Promise Neverland in my top five. I just feel like I don't, in general, on the whole, feel as strongly about it as I did about the other things. I didn't feel but super it's strongly. Fair. Yeah, yeah, I like it, but I don't think I'm like, oh, I love this. Like, not not everything is as good as me and Roboco. <laughs> it felt right to put me and Roboco on there. I, I put it even I higher. Think, <laughs> I think we both had good lists. It was surprising, and I don't think we tried to mince words on why, and no. uh, I think we, we acquitted ourselves well. I, th- I think we are... We have good opinions. <laughs> um, secretly, my number one was our blood oath. <laughs> no, <laughs> fuck that series. We're, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're 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 flying to preserve our clout. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is not you know formally sponsored by anything that we read or anything like that. So <laughs> God we, no. We can say what we want about these yeah, series that we don't like. And boy, do we sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks uh, for listening. Uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks to finish up the Ennies lobby of One Piece in our One Piece club with our good friend Zachary Wilkerson. Yeah. Then we'll be back in a couple more weeks after that to talk about January in Shonen Jump. Yeah. First full month of the year. Yeah, and it seems like we're going to be getting... And we'll talk more about like One Piece Chapter 1000 there and sort of maybe the... Oh, and the new um, Shokugeki Wasanji, which was really good. good. We'll talk about that. And little, um, little tease. Yeah, hopefully we'll have enough to say because there's. I think there's, there's going to be less. Yeah, this, there's another this time. off week, so. Yeah, but so, it's a but it's a long longer month, so to speak. Like the way that the I weeks see. line up. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Which so, is why this is coming out on like the seventh or. Well, yeah, this is like you know, like all. You know. God bless you if you're doing a weekly manga podcast. Like, wow. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know if I could come up with stuff to say about some of these things, but no. monthly, monthly, we, we usually do pretty well. And sometimes you even skip then. No, we only skipped the one time. I mm. mean, we only skipped the podcast the one time. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, well, you can you find can, me on Twitter. Yeah, you can find me. I just have a locked account right now. Just, uh. I don't know. Just kind of decided. I was like, well, I kind of just only want to interact with people I'm already interacting with, but you can request to follow me at Cosmos, of course. And maybe if you seem very cool, she'll let you in. It'll be like that meme of the guy at the door and then like, you know, you know the one. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking He's about. Like, no, I'm you know, like, like, Honestly, bouncer. I'm protecting you from my bad posts, but... <laughs> Whereas my posts are completely not uh, behind the wall and I'm just blasting my... Uh, brain poisoning out onto the internet nah, at, it's not that at bad. goodbye to a shoe. It's not that bad. I know. Um, okay. Yeah, like I said, we'll be back in a couple weeks, yeah. so catch you then. All right, bye.